Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real-life lessons and people doing cool shit. Hello. Welcome to Curious Conversations. Oh, my God. Someone sounds healthy. Yes, this is Curious Conversations, and this is Sarah speaking right now. Sarah, your voice. What is happening? Well, we did did go out on the weekend, but it's not from that. I just think it's just, you know. It's that time of the year. It's winter, and you also haven't had a flu shot. That's why I don't think I've gotten sick, because my mum's been sick, my sister's been sick, and you've been sick. The three people that I have mostly spent my time around the last, like, two weeks, I've not got sick once. Um, And And I had the flu shot. Do you know who I blame, actually? Who? And... It's quite fitting. I blame today's guest because I'm always around her kids that are sick. Oh, they sick at the moment too. No, well, a couple. No, of but weeks I ago. think maybe you might need to go get the flu shot because honestly, my sister's been so sick. Not once have I got sick. Like I'm what? fine. I feel fine. It's just my voice. Well, you were pretty shit last week, weren't you? No, I'm, I'm and fine. Stuff. Oh. Anyway, hi guys, happy Wednesday. Welcome to another episode. It is your friendly faces, Sarah and Tully. And friendly voices. I mean, mine's fine. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But today we interviewed someone that one has been highly requested. Every time I do a shout-out, and I know I've said this before about people being highly requested, there are a few people, but every time I do a shout-out, they always say Brooke Bloody Cochin. And guess who we have today? Drum roll. We have Brookie. <laughs> so today... Um, we do have Brooke. Yeah. Brooke is one of our best friends and it took us a year to finally get her on the podcast. It did. I mean, half the year, to be fair, half the year last year she was in the hub. So, yeah. yeah. But we did, we interviewed, we sat down with her and we spoke about mum life, fitness, her career. I actually didn't know that she was an international flight attendant. Don't, I knew she was a flight attendant. I told attendant. you. No, no, no. I knew she was a flight attendant, but I didn't realise it was for international. You're not actually, supposed to give people spoilers in no, the bloody I'm just gonna intro. Say, I'm just going to say, guys, it's a funny story. So stay and listen because <laughs> it was actually funny. And for her, to Brooke's credit, it was a very Brooke story. Yeah, 100%. Don't you think? Yeah, it was funny. So we, yeah, we speak about mum life and um, she opens up quite raw... Is rawly a word? Rawly? Vulnerably? Like, well, I was going to say that, but yeah. I, I wanted to use the word raw because it was. And, um, yeah, very proud of her for speaking up a little bit about certain incident an incident that had happened yep. last year at the Hub. Um, but what else? I think that's about it. I think people, let's just jump into this episode because yeah. that's a really popular one. And... She might not listen because I know she hates the sound of her voice. But if you're listening, Brooke, I'm very proud of you and we I love, love you. you. 
I hope you do listen, by the way, and I hope you also like, subscribe and pass on to all your friends. Thank you. And leave a comment, please. Yeah. <laughs> Greatly appreciate it. maybe download it because I think that does something with the algorithm makes us yeah. go up. So please do that. Anyway, we no. do hope you're listening. Brooke. Yeah, we okay. love you. <laughs> Bye. Hello, Brooke. Hi. <laughs> Sarah, your voice. I know. I what sound, is up? I sound like a man. I am. Um, it's definitely not from partying. I think it's, I don't know what it's from, talking too much, I think. I'm talking too much or you're sick? Nah, I'm good. It's just my voice. It's just, I sound like a a man. How's that? You have to record a podcast and your voice sounds like that. Lucky what a job. Lucky is with two of my best friends, so it doesn't really bloody matter. No judging. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brooke, hi. Hi, Tom. How are you? Nervous. I'm sweating. <laughs> I know you said you were sweating. We were saying before we get more nervous when we interview friends than randoms. I tell so you. Don't- I tell you what though. We've been trying to have you on for a year, and Literally. it's taken you a year to crumble and let us talk to you. What happened? Why? Why did you crumble? I don't actually know. I think you put the guilt on. So yeah. I was like, <laughs> just Peer do pressure. it and get it out of the way. So to be completely honest, my DMs blow up when I ask who they want on the podcast and I swear to God, you come up about 10 times every time. It's because I don't speak much. <laughs> I'm too shy. So we're very That is excited. true. You are very shy. Very shy. Very quiet. Like to my homebody. So. Yeah. You've been that way all your life. I've known you since you were 13 years old and not much has changed. Have you always been a homebody? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you should be a secret Cancerian. What star sign are you again? Taurus. Which is not. It's like the opposite. Like Cancerians, like homebody, like Sarah and I, like homebodies, you're sensitive like us, Mm -hmm. we're sensitive. Yeah, you should be Cancerian. We're moody. (laughs) That's definitely me. (laughs) (laughs) That's every girl, to be honest. Um, No, but you are highly requested and I think it would be nice for people to know a little bit more about you growing up, where you came from, what your life was like before your life was Brooke Cochin. What was your life like? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Normal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It is normal now as well though. Um, I grew up in Strathmore, um, raised by my mum and my dad. They split when I was very young, so we kind of lived between two homes, which was cool and not cool. Um, yeah, just really sporty, just a normal kid that was quiet. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wasn't really a party girl. You stayed out of trouble. I had one party at home when my mum was away. <laughs> <laughs> It was a disaster. That's going to be full circle. I feel like Mackenzie will be that person when you guys go away. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, just a normal kid, just enjoyed sport, Um, loved being around my family. Was your life normal? Because your dad was a footballer too. Yeah, so different back then though. Um, He obviously, they worked, so normal job. Footy was kind of just another job, Yeah. yeah, so... Um, I don't really remember it. I was obviously young, but we've got a lot of friends that we are still friends with now. Um, I feel like it was more, probably more of a community back then as well. We spent a lot of time at at the football club and at games. Mind you, the mums would just go to a luncheon or a dinner and get drunk (laughs) and we'd be sent to the the childcare. Um, but yeah, so different, like Dad used to eat fish and chips the night for a game and have pancakes for breakfast. And mind you, Trent would probably do that if he could now. <laughs> but um, yeah, way just much more low key. And yeah, I don't even know if they were really 
known back. I don't even know. I don't know if that was known. it as full on. Like, did he train as much as Trent? Well, I don't remember. But they used to work. He used to work a normal job during the day and then train, train after hours. Out. Yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. So you've been raised in like around football. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Taken over my life. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like followed you. Um, I was. Oh, fuck! I was going to say something. I forgot. I'll, I'll jump in. Yeah. High school, you did you go into uni? Did you do no, anything? No, I deferred. What um, were you going to study? Event management. Were you? Which I don't know how because I'm so shy. I didn't know that. Yeah, probably shouldn't have deferred, but I did. Um, then I started. I went into business with a friend that I met through. I think it was through Fernwood. Um, so we started a kids clothing distribution Mm -hmm. business. So we would import clothing from Europe, Mm -hmm. um, and sell it over here. So I did that for a few years with her and then she moved back home. Mm -hmm. So we got out of that and. Did you enjoy that? Yeah, I did. Mm. Um, I was really young though. Um. How old would you have been? Probably 20. Oh, shit. 20, yeah, 20. So I did that probably for three or four years. Um, You were flight attendant for a hot minute, weren't you? I remember Sarah (laughs) telling me that and I was like, I can't picture Brooke being a flight attendant. No. Did you not like it? Well, I was international. Oh, were you? Yeah, and... The thought of like going away for oh my god longer than one night it was yeah. just I just cried. Wait, I'm, so how long did you do that? For? I didn't well, I had to move to Sydney to train for I don't know it was a little while, a few months. So I did that, and then I did one flight to Singapore, and then I was she out. was done. <laughs> I was out. I didn't realize it was international. Yeah. That's Wait, why did you favorite? Like did you I cried, know got to the hotel, and literally just cried the whole time. Did you time. have to work when you came back? Like coming back to Australia? Can you quit straight away? No, I so what did you made the trip home. I didn't. <laughs> so you would have left me there otherwise. <laughs> um, yeah, so I flew there and back and worked, and then came home and later <laughs> done done. Fuck, I didn't actually know it was international. Yeah. Ah. Anything after that? Uh, that was before I started the kids' clothing business. Yes. Yeah. So that was pretty much straight out of school. Oh, you would have been so young. Yeah. And quiet and shy and mate. Just I don't know if I could do oh, that. you should have done like a personality test because that's not a career for you. No, it's weird. I don't know why. I think I was just young and silly and glamorous. thought that yeah. I wanted to do that. Yeah. I always wanted to go live in Dubai. I was like, Oh, for would not have even <laughs> survived. Oh, I could not imagine you in Dubai. Would not have survived. Oh. But so thank God that I started working for Qantas before even because you had to be 21 to apply for Emirates. Ah. Oh. So thank God I was. Oh, my God, Con- imagine if you ended up in Dubai. <sighs> yeah. And yeah, you wouldn't, you probably would have lasted a month. Maybe. It would have been a fail. But yeah. now you and Trent have posy socks mm-hmm. and you're also partners in the gym called one too mm-hmm. but very entrepreneurial yeah good you pronounce that yeah. really well <laughs> but I'm really proud of posy socks and the other night I heard Trent give the backstory of why and how posy socks came about and I was like that's actually mm. a really good story yeah it's well it's kind of come about from Trent's journey I suppose um and I think for us well he's obviously really good at getting himself in the right mindset, mm. whereas someone like me 
maybe not so good. <laughs> so I do need that reminder. Um, so that was his whole thing is that simple reminder that people would read every day when they're putting their socks mm. on kind of just puts you in the right mind frame for the day and I suppose gets you off on the yeah. right foot. Um but, yeah, you know, Trent's obviously been on a journey and he's had access to the best of the best to help him through what he has learned. Yeah. But normal people, as people call them, we don't have access to that. Yeah. So it's just our way of kind of giving to other people a mm-hmm. little bit and helping them kind of better their future and live the best version of themselves. Yeah. and that's cute. So you, you're very lucky, like, obviously – your husband, Trent, has, like you said, gone through a bit and, like, he is very into mindfulness and all that kind of stuff. What do you do other than read the posse socks every day? <laughs> do you meditate or do, like, gratitude? Because I know Trent was into gratitude diaries for a yeah, while too. Yes. Do you do any of that for your mental health? I did the Resilience Project book. Oh, gosh, when was I didn't even – did you guys come to that with us? No, the, I, I, I read yeah, I did was, read the book. The book's amazing. I'm trying to think if that was even before kids or maybe after Harper. So we did that. Trent had obviously already done it. Um, I'm probably a little bit slack. Yeah. I feel like I don't really have much time for myself, so I need to make the time. But it's more when Trent just kind of kicks me into gear and is like, um, you need to just calm down and actually mm-hmm. chill, chill and just think about things and – but, yeah, I don't know. My thing's probably exercise is probably my main thing of, for my mind. Yeah. Um, and I do that every morning. Well, I have Sundays off, but I get up every morning and have my hour to myself yeah. and then I come home, come, come in and. Chaos. <laughs> yeah. And why is it chaos? You've got three kids. Yes. That's why it's chaos. It's hectic. Yeah. <laughs> they love and hate each other. It's just <laughs> a whirlwind in the morning before school drop off. Um, but it's amazing as well. Yeah. I think it's good that you take your time out for yourself every morning to like set, set yourself up to be the best mum you can be. Well, Trent, last night, he was just saying, he's like, you get up so early, no wonder you're tired. I'm like, oh, no wonder I'm tired. <laughs> Let's you actually are go, go, go all day though. Yeah, it's hectic, but it's just, a, I suppose, a phase of our life and I have to remind myself that, that it's not forever and just try and live in the moment and enjoy it because it does go really quickly. Like half is nearly six yeah, that's and crazy. that's flown. Um, but, yeah, it's nice to they kind of we're getting out out the other side, I feel like now Parker's still a little bit young but kind of getting a bit of my life back mm. and it's not so re- – the kids aren't so reliant on me because mm. um, I've been a stay-at-home mum for what's a half a six, so nearly seven years. It's a long time to be at home every day. Yeah, but um, you're not only just a stay-at-home mum, like you're helping run like yeah, a oh, household, two businesses. I like, was just about to say, do you think them growing older has allowed you to put your feet in these two businesses now? Oh, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I'm at that point in my life where, you know, I'm ready to do something for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always planned on going back to work but, we were lucky enough that I could stay home and my focus was the kids and Trent could do what he needed to do and he's done amazing things. So I'm grateful to have done that. Mm. But now it's time for me to spread, spread wings. wings. Yeah, and yeah. I think it's a perfect combination 
like you probably don't know this, but if you look at the two businesses, like one, they're both helping people. You mm. want to help yeah. people. But in the sense, Posy Socks, you're trying to better people's mindset and then you love health and wellness, but you're also creating a community of bettering people in that way too. Also their yeah. mindset as yeah. well, yeah. like their health, fitness and their mindset. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Trent's just one of those people that just loves to give, um, which in turn is he's probably made me become that person mm. as well. Um and we have the ability to do that with the following that Trent has and it's it's nice to be able to give back to people. Yeah, I think, that, I think that's true. So your fitness, I know I feel like, tell me if I'm wrong, I feel like a lot of the questions that you would probably get from mums is, one, how do you fit in working out? And two, what do you do? Because your body is fucking amazing and, like, you work out a lot. What is your workout routine? And um, do you get asked this a lot? Yeah, not so much anymore. So I've obviously got this down <laughs> here after the third. The emergency cesareans killed me a little bit. Nah, um, I work out six days a week and I hate the days that I don't, the day yeah. I don't work out. But Why is that? I need, uh, I don't actually know. Just a mental I, just I feel. I feel tired. Like yeah. I never work out on a Sunday and I always feel, it's probably just my body saying like slow down mm. though, like this is your day off. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just never feel as up and about. Mm. I do I do look forward for a Sunday though, knowing that I get to sleep until yeah. seven a.m. when Parker wakes up. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I work out Monday to Friday usually. Um, I box three times a week at one two, obviously. <laughs> um, which of late it's been the five fifteen a.m. session, which mm. it's early, but I find it easier. I was doing the 6.15, or which we do. Mm. I actually find it easier getting up for that 5.15 than the 6.15. I don't know why. I actually have to agree with that. I find it. It's hard the night before because yeah, you dread it. Yeah. But it is so much easier to get to the 5.00. Because I think sometimes, I don't know about you, but when I'm doing the 5.15, it's because I've got shit on that day. Yeah. Actually, it's the only time I could go. So yeah. I could understand probably for you as well. Yeah. You've got three kids that you need to get ready. Yeah. 5.15 might just be the only time. Yeah. And not it makes you rushed. a little bit more motivated to get yeah. out of bed. If I'm not in bed by 9.30 the night before, though, yeah. I have full anxiety. <laughs> Trent is not allowed to touch me. Stay away. Yeah. I do have a question. Um, when did you get so interested in fitness and the whole health lifestyle? Because people might not know, like, you make everything from scratch mm. in your house, like almond milk, bars, mm. cereals, like, you're full, like, health. Bit crazy. Nerd. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I think I've always tried to be more on the healthy side um I think my real turning point was when I went to Eden a few years ago and learned about the preservatives Mm. and all the nasties in food and I was like wow that's really bad yeah um and then having kids obviously I want them to have Mm. the best nutrition they possibly can have so People think I'm crazy and I'm nasty and I don't give my kids all the good stuff, but they don't need it and they don't know any different. And we kind of grew up the same, like the treat we got was Tang, that cordial. Really? Yeah, that was, and that was amazing. Mm. Like we never drank soft drink or anything like that, whereas Trent was a bit different. So 
I had to kind of change him a little bit. <laughs> He's still a bit cheeky now. But um, I was – I actually had a really bad diet growing up though. Like I never ate fruit. I was just about yeah. to ask you um, – what is there something you don't eat? And then in my head, I'm like, banana. You don't eat banana. Yeah. You don't eat tomato. I still don't. Yeah. Exactly. I never used to eat salad. Not My mum used to literally mash my veggies, train always bags me, saying how when I first took him home, like my mum, for dinner, mum had a bowl of mashed vegetables for me. <laughs> but I don't know. Mum said she used to try and give me everything and she would always cover everything in yogurt because I loved yogurt, but mm. I still just wouldn't eat it. So I don't, and I don't, I don't know why, because mum always, or? yeah, I was really fussy. And I think mum kind of catered to that. Yeah. Um, she just gave us what we wanted. So, and I suppose as a mum now, I realise like, you just want your kids to eat. Yeah. And eat quickly. Mm. So you just, if they it's easier giving yeah. them, and mum was obviously a single mum with three kids. So she would literally cook us all a separate meal. And I suppose if we just sat there and ate, then it's easy for her yeah, then rather true. than having us not eat the food that she's put on the table. Um, but it is still a little bit difficult now. Like Ken's just like, Mum, but you haven't had a banana today. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I had it this morning. Oh, <laughs> <Not>. yeah. <laughs> oh, she's so cute. Are there foods that you don't eat? I know the other – we went on a health retreat with you a few weeks ago and I made you try some of my halloumi. <laughs> Yeah, that was nice. I yeah, I don't eat avocado. Don't eat Which tomato. Is wild. I don't eat. A, I, I don't eat a lot, and I don't eat a lot of good stuff as well. It's not like I eat everything. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I eat a lot of the same foods. Um, I don't drink coffee. You're a bit um, of a creature of habit. You're yeah, a definitely. Like and us, I think I'm it's like easier. Now I just find it easier at the moment just with the three kids, we like for me just to eat the same things. Mm. It's one less person I've got to worry yeah, about. Yeah. Um, and I'd rather eat foods that I like than 100%. foods that I don't yeah, like. So 100%. like you eat to enjoy, not eat for the sake of eating. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I am a very, I'm very strict on the kids and what they eat and any time they do go to my mum's or my dad's or sasses or my brothers. They always come home with diarrhea, so I know that they're just being fed <laughs> chocolate. Yes. They don't get deprived. You make like chocolate cake, like obviously healthy, like I make healthy yeah, treats. And they still taste exactly the same. I'd be that kind of mum as well. I already know. Harper wasn't a fan on my orange and olive oil cake. That oh, I would have loved that. It was amazing. Didn't she like it? Oh, she was like, oh, it was okay. Brooke oh. did have a mum fail the other week with um your banana cake with sesame seeds. Oh, you <laughs> sent the sesame seeds to school. <laughs> no, oh, actually, you? that's wrong. <laughs> I made it. Sorry, I'm yelling to the microphone. <laughs> Trent is amazing and he gets up and he packs the kids' lunchboxes for me. Oh. So he was supposed to chop off the top part which had the sesame seeds on it. So but he Trent's didn't. liable he sent- for any EpiPen. <laughs> yes. Trent- Wait, they didn't take them off them at school, did they? They wouldn't have let her eat it, no. Oh, you yeah. can't. Have, you can't, no, just in I case. Know, I know, but yeah. I, I, yeah, I just didn't know if, like, do the kids, like, do they get their lunchbox looked over before they eat it? I don't know. I would say they would probably go around and just yeah, have, have a glance to, yeah. because, it, yeah, it's so risky. 
And I think that's why it's easy in making everything from scratch. Like stuff you buy from the supermarket, you don't really know. And it's all got traces of nuts anyway. Contaminated. Yeah. So you don't. But yeah, just. I I bet um, Harper and Kenzie aren't the ones that the kids swap for the. um, (laughs) 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 I wasn't that kid either. I would be paying my friends to Wally. 100% Harper would be like, I'll give you this cake if you give me your chocolate. No, she goes to the canteen line and just befriends everyone and they buy her little treats. And then their mums tell me that they've, oh, my son bought your daughter a. Icy polar water today. I'm like, <laughs> a whole icy polar just like a bite. <laughs> oh my god! I do have to say, it's been a beautiful thing for me as your friend to see you grow from like um, being a mum and things like that. But how has being a mum changed you? Um, it's made me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I shouldn't say that. Um, it's made me appreciate my mum and my dad. Um, I think when you become a parent, you realise how hard it is. Um, so it's made me very thankful for what they have done and what they have pro- they provided, my brothers and I. Um, oh, how it's changed me. What are some of your... I yell more. Yeah. <laughs> what are your, some of your favourite moments, like... They can be annoying you so much and then, I don't know, like Mother's me, Day, that was being cute. like a fake auntie to them, Kenzie can just come out and say something. Yeah, she and- just gets. <laughs> Parker's the same. They just have you like wrapped around their mm. finger. They do something cute and you're just like, oh, you're it's cute. fine. Um, I don't know. I think you I, – I don't think I will truly appreciate being a mum until I look back. Yeah. And, when my kids are older and I'm like, wow, that was amazing. Whereas now I'm kind of just in the grind of it. Yeah, it's hard at the moment. Um, but even even just in a few years when Parker's a little bit older, like, and we can go out and really enjoy time together and everything isn't revolving around Parker's sleeps, I feel like that will kind of be the most enjoyable time. Mm-hmm. But they teach me patience. <laughs> um, they teach me how to be kind because kids are kind. Yeah. Um, they teach me how to love because that's what all kids do They and they just want to be loved. Um, so I think they kind of teach me more than anything. That's really sweet. Do you think you're a better person now? Since being a mum? Yeah. I don't think I was a bad person. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't think like, as a bad no. person, but, you know, like all those things. Yeah, so I've experienced yeah, definitely. Like, it definitely does. Yeah. Um, and probably, obviously, having an amazing husband too makes me a better person. Yeah. I get emotional. Um, so, yeah, I think between Trent and the kids, yeah, I think yeah. they make me a much better person. And I struggle when I'm not with them, yeah. which hence why we're probably together all the time because we don't like being apart, Yeah, which is a good and a bad thing. Like it's, <laughs> um, it's beautiful. I do enjoy my own. My space now, though, like when Trent plays interstate, I kind of look forward to that. <laughs> 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 yeah, very honest. Um, but I think that's also, you know, when you have time apart, you realise how much you love them and it kind of, you get that feeling again. Whereas, I think you need to have a little bit of time apart. Yeah, in definitely. Order to appreciate each yeah. other or your children yeah. or whatever. Not that you don't, but. Yeah, no, you, you forget and you just get caught up in the moment and you forget all the. 
all the good things and just sit there yelling at them. (laughs) What do you think's been your biggest challenge with having children? Um, Probably feeling like I lost myself Mm. um, because as a mum, well, and because I ended up being a stay-at-home mum, my life literally revolved around my kids and Trent in a way um, just so he could kind of do his thing and get the most out of his career. So you just kind of fall into that trap of, you know, I'm a mum and this is just what I do and, you know, even a, a while ago Ken's made a comment, something I think Trent was in the kitchen or something and she's like, no, Dad, you don't do that. Mum does all that. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, Wow. Is that what the fact that they, yeah, yeah, that they, that that's what they see. Mm. Like, mum just does that. Mm. Um, so you think you lost your identity a little? Yeah, bit? and that probably is partly to do with being Trent Cotton's wife. Mm. Um, I think you lose that, and I've probably not lived in his shadow, but people refer or know me as Trent mm. Cotton's wife, which is fine. But I think people also forget that I'm just a person, a normal person. Yeah. The same as you know, well, you're the same, yeah. No, and well, I suppose I did because I knew what I was getting into, um, and I wouldn't change it. Um, but it probably is one of our biggest challenges, and even now with Harper at school, you know, well, her first year prep, we ended up in the hub, so she missed that kind of year. But coming back to school, and people we're referring to her as Trent Cotton's yeah. daughter and she was coming home really upset and she's like, Does pe- do people like me for me or because you're I'm my dad? And, like, she's six yeah. and the fact that she's asking you those questions, you're like, is it worth, worth it? it. Like, yeah. like, if your kids are suffering, like, no, I suppose she wasn't being bullied but in a way she was being yeah. bullied. Not the kids knew that they were doing that but, you know, she's Harper. She's not Trent Cotton's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Um, and it's the same with you. You're not tra- – you're Brooke Cotton. Yeah, definitely. And it's like I feel like a lot of people forget that you're a fucking person. Yeah. You're a mum, a wife, a person, but you're also an amazing person. You're not someone – like you're identified as Brooke. Yeah. And I think it's really unfair that people do that, but I think it's just our society and our culture. Yeah, definitely. And social media, like people just look at my Instagram and think that I've got this amazing life yeah. and, you know, my husband makes all this money and we like, don't have a yeah. worry in the world. But – you know, yeah, he might get paid well, but it's his job. Though. We're just trying to set yeah. up our family, and you know, we don't live an extravagant life. Like, yeah, we might have a nice house, and the only reason we have that is because we live our whole life at home. We spend mm-hmm. so much time at home, and we want our kids to have like we're prepared to sacrifice mm. and have those nice things around for our kids to grow up with. Um, but you know, we're just. Normal, normal people. Normal. Yeah, we're doing the same really as what everyone else. Yeah. Like we're just trying to create a life for our family and everything we make now will go towards our kids and mm. that's how we see it. And getting ahead in life now is hard. Yeah. yeah. So the more that we can do to help set up our children, that's our pro- And we even spoke about when we went from two to three kids, we were like, do we stop at two and then we can provide more for mm. the two of them rather than having three and needing to split it between three mm. of them. Like, does that become selfish? You know, you want three kids, but we also want our kids to have mm. the best head start in life as possible. 
Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, Trent always talks about the persona versus the person and mm. it's just the reality people forget that even though he's a footballer, he's a normal person, he's a dad, mm. you know, he drops his kids to school and people see him as Trent Cotchum, but yeah. he's just Trent. Essentially, mm. he's playing football, that's his job. Yeah, it is, and it is his, football, and that yeah. is his, Trent does, like, it is a job for mm. Trent. He's not kind of caught up in everything else and... Mm. I don't think, I think once he's done with football, he won't really be involved in football mm. for that reason, just so we can kind of separate our life. Um, and it's been a long time. So mm. I think we're probably ready for that next phase. And no, I know I won't, like it will always be there and we're incredibly grateful for that. But some people love it and some people mm. don't love it so much. <laughs> yeah. And I think we're just... At that, yeah, we're just one of those families that it's hard. Like it's hard being in football. Yeah. We find it hard. The downside, and I know we know this because we talk to you all the time and it has been in the media, the downside to your position is obviously social media trolling. People have this perception of your life and all that kind of stuff. And everyone does, but you guys are just on a pedestal kind yeah. of. How do you deal, and you've spoken about it vocally, but how do you deal with the trolling and all the comments when you're not directly involved, I mean, you're involved in the football, but you're not directly a player or anything yeah. like that. And the fact that you get trolled yeah. and messaged is so awful and disgusting. Yeah. How do you deal with that? Uh, I don't, I've never really been trolled until all the drama in the hub last year with the facial. Mm-hmm. Um, and like that was a really big wake up call for me because. I then realised people that actually get trolled, how bad it, how bad mm. it is, and people don't realise that sending something so nasty, the impact it can have on someone, and for someone that doesn't have an amazing support network, it could not end mm. so greatly. Yeah, exactly. It's and it's scary because people will sit behind a keyboard and they will attack other people just to make. Oh, I don't know how it makes you feel better, but vicious. But to try and bring other people down, like I had someone actually message me the other day saying, or abusing me about because I don't reply to people's messages. Are you serious? Yeah, and I was like, I was at the fruit shop actually. I was like, I don't even know why I happened to see it, and I had to write back because I was like. I don't have time to sit here and write back back to. And I know people do, but. It's not your in, life. Well, yeah, social media is not, I don't, like, make a career mm. out of social media. So, and it's not something that I want mm. to do. Um, You're just sharing. I just your, share our yeah. life. And more so because of the, all the good messages I get. And I see how happy our little family can make exactly. someone else's mm. life just by seeing something cute or because some people don't have that in their mm. life. So, you know, you give a little bit of happiness mm. to someone and that's all really my social media is for. But I think people kind of think that I just sit on Instagram all day and yeah, yeah, just do nothing. Not yeah, I'm actually in the kitchen making healthy, you know, yeah. or something. <laughs> almond milk. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, I do... You don't have to answer if you don't want. How bad did the messages get in the hub? Bad, really bad, yeah. Um, Sorry, was it comments on your feed and your DMs? No, nah, pri- well, I didn't 
Probably a bit of both, but more so. I think people go more vile via private mess- messages yeah, because, no because people, yeah, or you get people like my dad come out and defend me. Um, but yeah, they were really bad. And there were a lot of good messages as well. So, you know, you kind of, it was probably half, well, I felt like it was half, half. It was probably less than that, but you obviously. Focus. Read, yeah, and you foc- you do, you focus on the oh, negative. Of course you do, all the time. Even though everyone's like, just don't read it, don't read it. But I'm one of those people that I just need to know and I need to have control over mm-hmm. what's being said. Um, but I don't know how deep do you want me to go? <laughs> I, don't, I just think that's I'll perfect. get really emotional. Yeah, well, I think, that, <laughs> I don't I think you go, if you get, if you just, like, up to you. I think uh, it's probably good for people to know. Be vulnerable, well, well, Trent would good. say that. Nah. I think it's good for people to know because... <laughs> Trent always tells me, lean in. Lean in. <laughs> I yeah, think it's good for people in. to know because you're not a footballer. You're yeah. just married to a footballer. And the fact that people think that they can talk to you, or people in general like this, it's actually yeah. disgusting. Yeah. Well, even the fact that people thought that... I did it on purpose. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. One, my husband's the biggest stiff in the AFL. He would not have let me go on, go for a facial yeah. if I wasn't allowed. And I wouldn't have posted it on social media if I knew I was yeah. doing the wrong thing. Like, yeah. it doesn't even make sense. And we're not those type of people. No. Like, the reason why I went for a facial was because, I don't know, we'd been up there for a month and I was homeschooling two kids. I had Parker. He was not even one. He was teething. You've just been putting I was literally fried and chance like and my one thing is going for a facial or a massage and he's like just go like just go and have some new time like just go so I did and the only reason I posted on social media because I had the best treatment Mm. I've well one of the best treatments I've had and I wanted to support a business up there because well one COVID's challenged everyone so and I wanted to share it mm. for them because they made me feel amazing. And I literally walked out crying and I don't even know what I was crying about, but just because I felt normal again. Mm. Um, but, yeah, the messages were – it was more that pe- – and it was people that obviously had seen it on the news so had no idea who I was, but they were just attacking me mm. for the opportunity to attack it, someone. Literally. So I spent uh, – I spent a long, oh, quite a few days in bed. Or I had to get up because I had no choice because Trent obviously had to train. But you still had to be a mum that time. Yeah, yeah but um, it was hard. It's it, and it was hard for us knowing what you were going through up there and what people were saying. Yeah, and I think as well for like friends and family not being able yeah, to come and help mm-hmm. and not have that support. Like my dad, um, who your dad was amazing. He was like commenting on all because I was like reporting people, and then I saw your dad like commenting back to people. I'm like fucking legend. So well, I couldn't speak. I actually had to bar my mum's calls because, and that's I couldn't bear to speak to her because I didn't want her to know how bad I Mm. was. But I suppose it comes a point where you probably Trent probably reached out more um, because I was not. Okay, yeah. That's not nice for anyone to go through. No, and it's also like you doing that, it was an honest mistake. Like not even a mistake. You didn't even know you were doing anything wrong. Like you said, if you hadn't, like people are just, it actually just blows my mind. It was more as well, I think, because I couldn't hide. Like I'm living in this hub. Mm. I have to get up. 
I have to go, like I was the only yeah. partner in our hub. The, my kids were the only kids mm. in there. So I had to get up every morning, every lunch. I had to, like I was with the team, every meal was mm. with the team. So I was a mess and yeah. they had to see that. And I felt bad for them having to not, well, they didn't really have to deal with it, but to see how bad I was. And then for my kids, you know, we're in two hotel. Uh, we had two rooms across the hallway. So the kids were literally in our pockets 24 seven. So, you know, I had various panic attacks and the kids saw that. Mm. It's, it's not nice. Um, yeah. I think, and it also, like, the media, like, I personally think the media had a lot to do with the way that you were getting treated on social media. 100%. And it made me angry because we were seeing these things in the paper and these articles and a lot of it were like, it's not not true. true. Like, And then you see all these people commenting and you literally want to go back at everyone and then you're like, fuck, I want to protect you and write back to people. But that's me also giving them, like they're not going to stop. No, that's what they want. Yeah, and exactly. They want that satisfaction. Anyone you know has been trolled, that's what they want. They want a reaction and then they want to go again and again and again. So it's almost like you just have to sit back and take it. Yeah. And it's not a nice feeling. No, it's when you've got to kind of not read it <laughs> yeah exactly but like you said before it's hard not but to read sometimes. yeah and and I appreciated what people were saying and I understood what people were saying it was a mistake though mm. and I didn't do it on purpose I would have changed it if I could mm. I wouldn't have gone if I knew I wasn't oh, allowed hindsight's a beautiful thing and I and I understand you know that people were upset it was a hard time for everyone and and I get that and but they didn't have to attack you it's yeah. like you doing that didn't stop the AFL. Well, no, and, yeah, but. And then a lot of other shit went down at the hub. Exactly. Let's focus on and like, and exactly, and that's another thing that was annoying. It's like all these other stuff happened, but the coverage that you got as a female yeah. was fucked. As like, a wag. As a wag, and that's what it was. It was like just because she's a female and a wag, I feel like the media literally blasted your story more yeah. than some other things that might have happened, which yeah. is not fair. Because people... It's clickbait. Well, yeah, literally. Yes, yeah, it is, 100%. And that's and what it is. it's always negative. Like the media thrive off negativity, and exactly. which is really sad. And, and especially when it's a global fucking pandemic. Yeah. Like there's other there's shit to worry important. about. Yeah. Like Melbourne, where a lot of the media coverage was coming from, we were stuck in a fucking seven-month lockdown. Yeah. Mate, like yeah. focus on other shit. Yeah. I think that's my thing with the media... And I don't think they realise how damaging they can be. Mm. And, like, I kept saying to Trent, like, the only reason, sounds extreme, but the only reason I probably didn't kill myself was because my kids. Mm. And I'm like, well, someone that doesn't have that. The people out there that don't have that support network. No, and they... But does it have to get to that for the media to realise that it's enough? Like, it's sad. It's very sad. And it sounds stupid because I was so mentally depressed because of messages people Mm. were sending me, but I suppose you get painted as this person that you're not Mm. and you've got no control, so you just have to deal with it. Um, It's not stupid. It's just... It's unfortunately the society we live in at the moment and someone needs to make a stand and change something because mm. it's not fair. No, definitely. And exactly. Then you're said. probably talking for future wags out oh, there. Oh, 100%. And 
you can you speaking about out about how the media has treated you in the past mm. can change things for yeah. people in the future. Mm. Yeah. Definitely. And it's not and like what Brooke was saying, it's not only wag. So there's young girls that are getting absolutely bullied on social media yeah. and there's like It's scary. It's the play, like everyone, yeah. you know. Well even the, the like what the boys were copying in the hub, I was like I, Because they, people were in lockdown or Well, I think that's what it came down to. I think people were so angry and frustrated. So people were just looking oh, yeah, for true. a way to mm. take out their fright. And I understand that, but you know, being in the hub and seeing firsthand, like obviously Richmond was painted in a really bad light, which is fine, but I got to see, I knew how amazing those boys were, but seeing it every day, like some days I'd go to bed crying just because the things that they did, I just couldn't even, like the fact that they even thought to do the things that they were doing, like, you know, writing thank you notes to the cleaners and I don't think any other team was doing that, yeah, but that's really sweet. the culture that Richmond have and have created, it's amazing mm. and it's hard when they I know I get defensive for the boys like they, when they are being painted as these people that they're not mm. because you see it, but other people don't get the chance to mm. see that and didn't get to, the chance to see that. And I know people probably think that I hated leaving the hub and but it was honestly one of the best times of my life, apart from that yeah. little patch. Um, like I always say to train, I'd, I'd do it again. Like if we had to go, oh, I'd yeah. 100% would go what again. What I've heard and what it looked like, I actually think it would be like a school camp. Like it's kind of fun. Yeah, definitely. And the kids learnt so much and just had so much fun. Um, it's and it's skills. something that they will hopefully probably never get to do again and yeah definitely would like when they came back like they were so confident they would go up and talk to strangers which is not really a great (laughs) thing but but they would and that was all just from living Mm. in the hub um you know you kind of and they they actually have really beautiful relationships with all the boys oh definitely yeah definitely even Parker who he wasn't even walking when we yeah he was so little but He's just has this obsession with football now and I swear it's just from leaving the hub because yeah. we don't really talk about football at home or play yeah. football. But he's just... You don't play football. I, th- I saw Harper kicking oh, a football. Harper is, <laughs> Harper is obsessed with football. Kicking a football into Parker's head the other day. Yeah. yeah. I think Parker, Harper likes football more than Trent likes football. <laughs> <laughs> just, okay. Yeah, so that is not a very... I feel like the hub, like I literally like look at... Um, like the videos and stuff when you guys were there and it was it was hard like I mean I didn't really find it hard but obviously we were in lockdown I think a lot of people were super sensitive that yeah. you all got flown up to Queensland we were we were all in lockdown but I think people forget that you guys provided us entertainment at yeah. night and like many nights in a row as well so I feel like I don't know I know yeah and I think as well the weather was amazing up there and here was not so nice yeah. so that was that factor but you didn't we really have much freedom though. No, and like you, we couldn't go and sit on the beach. Um, we we were literally definitely not doing what you guys were doing in Melbourne, but we were restricted. Mm. So like the kids, we couldn't take the kids to the playground, and we had to try and explain to them why they weren't mm. allowed to do that. But it kind of just became habit anyway. Mm. You just got used to it, and you realize what you do need and what you don't need. Um, but yeah, it's. You know, we found out, I think it was like 24 hours before that, yeah. like I had to pack up 
and we had just started Posy Socks. And so you hadn't I, even moved into this house yet either? No, we were renovating. So we had to literally pack up within 24 hours and I'm not a great packer, <laughs> as we all know. So, and, yeah, get on the plane and go and... It was supposed to be only six weeks. Yeah, and I, we always had a feeling that it was going to be for the season and... Obviously, I'm a very family person, so leaving my family, even though I probably wouldn't have get, been able to see them, see them as much, but not having them around the corner, it was hard. And Parker was a baby. Um, and, yeah, and I was the only partner, so, like, it was really daunting. Mm. It was really daunting leaving, but it was probably one of the best things we've ever, ever done. Mm. So A unique season of mm, football. Definitely, and they... One. Yeah. Yes, which was even, even though everyone was saying they were going to lose because I went for a facial. <laughs> um, um, I'm probably going to, this, this next question, you're probably going to get emotional too, but oh you don't gosh. have to. Um, talk to us about Trent. Oh, Trent. <laughs> um, what about? You know well, everything. I feel like the pressure's on, you have to get emotional because the talk we went to a few weeks ago when he started oh, talking about you, don't. you got emotional. So now the pressure's on you. Um, no, Trent, did, we did go to... Um, Trent did a speech the other week and he spoke openly about how much you sacrificed for the family and how much that mm. means to him and how much you two have grown together and he just really spoke about you and your character and your values as a human and as a mother and as a wife and as a friend so beautifully. Yeah, he did. And you got quite emotional then. I was then. crying. Yeah. Oh, well, I didn't know that it was going to be anything was going to yeah. be mentioned like that. So it was kind of I was a bit taken back and then I think that's kind of the first time Trent's really like I know how much he loves me and appreciates everything that I do and what but I think that's I think standing up and saying that in front of a room <laughs> full of people you kind of sit there like, "Wow." It's nice to hear that like even though I I say to your face how much you mean to me and how much I love you, but it's a nice feeling to know that that's how someone sees you through their eyes. Yeah, and speaks about you. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> I don't know. I think everyone. Yeah, like I definitely wouldn't be the person I am mm-hmm. if I hadn't have married Trent. Um, yeah, he's just. It kind of annoys me a bit because I do feel like he's that perfect human and I don't know how that's possible. Like no one is perfect Mm. but for some reason he is and it makes me angry because I'm like. (laughs) I feel like he would say he's not perfect. No, and of course he's like, you know, he purrs in his sleep. He's definitely (laughs) not perfect. Um, You know, he leaves his dirty dishes on the bench but in. As a person. As a person, like he just nails it and the way he treats people um you know like he's brought players into our home and nurtured them pretty Mm. much um and it's all off his own bat it's not because people are asking him to do it Mm. he does it because he wants to do it it's a true leader yeah he he has a big heart yeah yeah massive heart probably too big sometimes yeah takes on a bit too much Mm. sometimes but it's what he loves doing so I'm very lucky. The kids are very lucky to have a dad like him. He yeah. helps, like, even the how hands-on he is with the kids. Um, I would not be half the mum I am if I didn't have mm. – uh, half the mum I am if I didn't have Trent. And, mm. 
you know, some days I think it's hard and I'm like, he does so much. Imagine if I was married to someone that didn't do, didn't do yeah. what he does. What am I complaining about? <laughs> um, but, yeah, I love him very much. Very cute. It's very cute. Very, very cute. <laughs> cute. You, people will probably be interested in this. What she Tri- eats? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like only because I know people have asked. Oh, really? Do you, do you want people to know what Brooke eats? I don't know. But didn't you say someone, someone she said someone the other day was asking you. Did people ask you what you ate? I was going to say about routine, both like football oh, routine yeah, good one. and things yeah, that's like That's a good that. question. Like pre-game, do you and Trent both have a routine together that you have like to? Like do you sleep in the same like, bed? Do like you have a I, meal? I actually uh, do know this. You have to be one of the people that phone him or message I text. message, I yeah. text him when he's on the way to the game. So after he's left home, I always text him. And if I don't text him, he'll like send me a love <laughs> you or you something are. like that. <laughs> my dad texts me. Um, oh, I don't really cope with like game day. I do suffer from a little bit of anxiety Mm. so it game day does set me off because I'm so worried about them losing not that it's about winning and losing as we tell Harper but I stress I stress for him and I worry about if they do lose what's going to be said and yeah and and I suppose it probably all stems from that 2016 year which Mm. was hard Mm. um but where he's pretty chill Trent we just yeah like night before is I make a chicken curry. Um, then the day of the game, he kind of just does his own thing. I clean a lot because that's the best thing for my anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like he's got his little things. Like he eats, I think he has wheat bix game day, probably ten coffees. Um, <laughs> goes for a milk, goes for a walk. Milk. He speaks to his dad every time he goes for a walk. Um, he used to like not stand on cracks. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but we've actually got crazy paving now, so that would be really hard for him yeah. to get from to the car without standing on a crack. Um, it's not funny. Yeah, he's not as I think after having kids, you kind of need to let go of some yeah, things because it's just impossible. Yeah. So, like, we There's so much out of your control. Yeah, like, even mm. now, I, like, I get up. He usually will sleep in on, not sleep in, but sleep in until seven on game day. Um, and I obviously get up earlier to train. So I used to be really funny. I used to always want him to sleep in a separate bed because I didn't want to wake him. Mm-hmm. But he's, he probably doesn't wake up half the time I get Cruising, up anyway. Yeah. So he just, yeah, unless it's like the grand final or something, I'm like, no, separate beds, yeah. definitely separate beds. Um, but yeah, we're, he's pretty, he's pretty crazy. He's got no choice really. That's cute. Do you have any other questions for Brookie? No, I don't. But I feel like people might want to know what you eat in a day. In a day? I'm, I feel like some people would want to know. Um, well, I have my herbs on an empty tummy, um, which has only been a recent. Lots of tummy issues here, so <laughs> that is a must. And then I'll usually have some muesli for breakfast mm-hmm. with my homemade almond milk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe a bit of alice. Um then I'll have a snack. I'll have a protein bar mm-hmm. usually, and I love an English breakfast tea with my frothed homemade almond <laughs> milk. Um, I actually just said to tell when you went in the room, I was like, um, "Brooks, um, English, English breakfast are really, really good." Actually, with her. Oh, home. I was supposed to make you one. Did you have one? <laughs> I made one myself. <laughs> it's always frothed almond milk. It's no. not the same. I'm not a fan of English breakfast. I love right. it. Well, I don't drink coffee, yeah. and sometimes, well, as you know, when we went to Eden, like 
you get over drinking herbal tea. Yeah. Whereas I feel like English breakfast, you don't get over as quickly. It's mm. kind of comforting. It yeah. Means, right? Not that I drink it that much. I feel mind it's you, it's funny. Like if I have two teas one after another, I get like the yeah, jitters. you still got caffeine. Yeah. 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 So I don't know what I'd be like if I had coffee. I'd be like off my head. Oh, my God, imagine. Um, but, yeah, then lunch um, on the chicken soup bandwagon at the moment thanks to taylor she delivers delivered us chicken soup when we had gastro and i was like wow this is amazing yeah. so my 22 dollars stock that you yeah. all bagged me about trent did actually I say bag you. I think it's fine. Uh, sarah sorry sarah and trent on team trent as yeah. always uh-huh. i think Fine. Me and Trent always and team up. You wouldn't up. spend twenty dollars on like good stock. But like, you can go to Coles and buy two dollar bloody chicken yeah, stock. Have you seen the preservatives in it? When will you learn? <laughs> but Trent, like, oh, I think it was last night. And he's like, "Why do you understand that chicken soup's supposed to be like a cheap option for people to cook? And nah, ours is our chicken soup's like fifty dollars <laughs> to make." I was like. Because of the stock so expensive. Yeah. But it's good for your insides. Yeah, well, you, your stomach issues will be healed and your skin well, will be glowing because of the collagen. True. Worth it, isn't <laughs> it? Um, yeah, so I, at the moment I usually have chicken soup. During the week, I'll, like I'll make a batch of something that I'll eat for mm. lunch every day, which sounds really boring, but it's just easy like to grab. You're a yeah, mum on the go. Well, yeah, mm. and just – obviously working now as well so I just I don't really have time to get in the kitchen and whip something up Mm. when when I'm working so it's just easy um and then in the afternoon I'll usually have a snack of one of my healthy treats of something I don't know the I've been making a tahini apricot slice actually of late which you had the other day tahini is like my favorite thing um just sounds like you feed me I'm like yeah yeah (laughs) I, yeah, some, just some, like a slice or a little bit of um, cake, mm. not like not a bad cake. Um, Healthy cake. Yeah. No sugar, no fun cake. No sugar, no gluten, no. <laughs> not, no, I have natural sugar, like yeah, maple yeah. syrup or something. I can't eat honey, so it's usually maple. Maple's better anyway. Yeah. Um, and then dinner is just kind of whatever Trent feels like. No. Mm-hmm. Um, Salmon, we eat a lot of fish, barramundi, love barramundi on the barbecue. Um, stuffed capsicums. Kale salad. Yeah, yeah salad well, nice. I don't eat as – I used to be a really, really addicted to eating kale salad, not because it was healthy. I know salad sounds really boring, but between St. Rose and Bowles Baby, it was like my go-to. Yeah, they have good salad. And I could never make a salad because I never ate salad, so I just used to always go and get a salad. One, it becomes expensive, and two, the amount of kale I was having wasn't great for my tummy. And it's raw, so it's yeah. like not good to digest. Yeah. Either. Did your um, Chinese doctor say that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. She says that to me all the time. She's like too much raw stuff. But I, all, I just love – like, you know, my yeah. kale salad with my teriyaki salmon, like, it's just so yum. It I could yum. literally eat it every night for dinner, but I need to not and yeah. just venture out a little bit and have other things. But anything really for dinner. Mm. I usually, like, I make everything from scratch though, so except for the meat, can't, can't make that. <laughs> um, should start growing in the I know, you need, like, a little cow or something. Need some kitchen. Well, we don't really eat red meat, but some oh, chickens yeah. or something. I'm sure Parker would love to chase the chickens around. Um, I don't know. What else do I eat for dinner? You do eat a lot of seafood. Curry, yeah, curries. Yeah, we eat curry. chicken, but a lot of, yeah, a lot of, oh, yeah. tuna patties. Yeah, tuna patties. I said salmon, but tuna. 
Um, I'm going to make them tonight. Oh, Sorry. So good. Um, we had tuna patties and bowl salad last when, night. When you, when you put up a story about your dinner and your cooking, do a lot of people like, oh, my God, how did you make that? Yeah, they do. But I'm planning on writing a recipe book. So I'm yeah, just a bit. Yeah, don't give them the nah. recipes. Just and I, I feel that's really mean, but <laughs> no, I want it to wanna... all be together so yeah. people can. I don't know. I've been saying it for a long time. I need to. I think find the I know time. a food photographer. Oh yeah, <laughs> you so no, you can eat it, Christian. <laughs> I'll be recipe taste tester. I'll do the design layout of your book. I've been on to. I've been. Um, Hustling Diana from our friends that own a few cafes. About oh, yeah, that's her. actually a good yeah, idea. Yeah, she's amazing. We went to their house the other night for dinner, and one of her staff had made this amazing carrot cake, and it was so good and so healthy. Better than like, the one in Eden because that was delicious. Like they're pretty much the same. Fun. Yes. Wait. But easy, really easy to make. Have you made any of the stuff that we had in Eden? I'm still trying to work out what to put in that chocolate cherry one. Oh, no, you've got to get those cherry. Oh, I, I got the cherries. Or did you get them? We got them from the market. They were like $10 though. Yeah, expensive. So I've got the cherries, but I need to work out what else. I wrote it in, it in my book. Yeah, maybe I need to take a photo. But I don't have like the – but we – yeah, we need to work out. That was a – I forgot about that one. People yeah. will see this recipe in oh, yeah, book. I, <laughs> I have to make cherries. it – I had, no, I, it definitely would not taste like that if I had to make <laughs> it up. It, be, it literally tasted like a cherry ripe. Yeah, that was amazing. But chunky. But see, you don't need a – you can have yummy, healthy that tastes naughty food that yeah that yeah. tastes and it doesn't have bad and stuff. and it makes you feel better. You feel more energized, like everything. Yep. So I understand why you do it. Chocolate's also good though. Yeah. Yeah, you but and Sarah Charlie. says no. But Sarah has like ninety eight percent. Yeah. So that's it's not, not really chocolate, chocolate it's anyway. Hum, yeah. Yeah, it's no. cacao. Yeah. yeah. Basically, like you're not. That's what I feed the like kids. The carob bears. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but it's still the same. Like, Parker thinks it's the best yeah. thing ever. Your fake bloody chocolate. <laughs> yeah. Goodness, oh, well. you've got to look after your insides. Agree. And if you have those kind of chocolates, you won't go out and eat a block of bloody caramel. I th- well, I think, oh, my gosh, that's all the boys lived off really in the hub nice. was caramel. Like, have you, if someone caramel asked, and marble. I think I got that for Trent the other week. It's really good. We, yeah, Trent was actually putting on way too much weight in the hub because he was eating so much caramel. It was like his go-to. Oh. I was literally buying, <laughs> you know, the caramel camp, twirls, how they come in the box oh, at the supermarket. Yeah. I, they were delivering, I did my all my shopping online, they were delivering no. me boxes because I was buying like 40 at a time because between him and Dustin, I was like, you guys are going through these that quickly that I might as well just stock up because oh my gosh. they'd always come in and be like, oh, chocolate. And I'm like, yes, in the cupboard. Well, they literally go. just bought the cupboard. If you want to win women pre- Win a premiership, just yeah. eat caramel. Yeah, caramel. I was going to say, if Cadbury's listening, you know you can send Trent and Dustin. No, definitely not. Sponsor. <laughs> Hashtag ad. But I think your your taste buds adapt. So oh, definitely. Like over time. Yeah, you don't like for me. I don't crave that no. stuff mm. because you know I'd rather have our mm. healthy hot chocolate 100%. or that. What's that monkey spread? That chocolate oh, hazelnut. Oh, that's yeah. my downfall. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, so that was like me last night. I ate dinner and I was like, oh, I want something sweet. So then I literally just made like a little bowl of like peanut butter, cacao nibs, like all these Yum. things. And I'm like, and frozen banana. I'm like, this is my sweet dessert. Yeah. I don't need like no. shitty chocolate. No. And it you just still get the same kick. Makes you feel crap anyway. Yeah, that exactly. Stuff. And it's really bad for your skin. 
I know I pay you out for eating healthy, but I eat exactly the same. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, you eat healthy too, so it doesn't matter. Um, Brooke you might have a pizza every now and then. Yeah, exactly right. Got to feed my Italian soul. Um, thank you so much for sitting Thanks down. For having me. Sorry for crying. No, right? like, sometimes <laughs> the most emotional better, person ever. Sometimes it's better to get it out. And I think it's important that people understand what you kind of went through at that time because it's not a nice thing and if everyone could be a little bit kinder to every single person that'd be fucking amazing it makes you feel better when you're nice to people 100 i think i think people and that's what i said to the person that messaged me about not replying to Mm. messages i was like maybe just try being nice Mm. and see how that makes you feel Mm. rather than being mean Mm. because because then they apologize i'm like we don't need to apologize like it's fine Mm. but You'll feel so much better 100%. if you, like, send someone a kind message or something. Like, tell someone you love them or. Just be kind. You, yeah. Yeah, literally, mm. just be kind. Mm. All right. Thank you. I love you. Bye. <laughs> love you more. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.